Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through and give our live reactions to the video on NRL.com, their top 10 play of finals week one. Done it the last two weeks, you guys seem to really enjoy this sort of content. So if you would like to have a look at it live whilst we are playing it, go to NRL.com and it's in the video section, the top 10 plays from finals week one. If you haven't listened to one of these before, what we'll do, we'll go 10 through to one. I haven't watched them yet. I don't know what's coming our way. I've got no idea what's going to be number one after that weekend. So much to talk about. Uh, but we'll play the audio from number 10. We'll pause it. We'll give our live reaction to that moment from the weekend. Very enjoyable content. I love doing this stuff personally, so I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Let's get stuck into moment number 10 from finals week one, as selected by NRL.com. 15 to play. Solo now. They're setting it up. Solo wants a quick play of the ball. This is it right here. What about that? Desperation stuff by the Newcastle Knights. Tyson Frizzell in particular coming up with a huge charge down. I reckon you could find 10 moments from this game, let alone the other four. Massive stuff. Obviously, this one went to extra time. We won't go into too much detail because I reckon there's every chance there's a few more moments to come from this game. But a huge desperation play from Tyson Frizzell. It's why he's been a representative player in our game for so long. If you actually watch him, he sort of has... It's, they make it really hard for him, the Canberra Raiders, has to get through a number of blockers and whatnot. Not a I don't think maybe they were. I don't know. Go back and watch it yourself. But Tyson Rizal has to do a lot of work to get there. That's after 80 minutes of football. He would have been absolutely gassed, Tyson Rizal. So to come up with that big play just shows the sort of pedigree of footballer that he is. Wherever he's been, wherever he's been playing, he has always done a tremendous job, Tyson Rizal. So a huge moment for him coming in at number 10. I don't reckon that's the last time we're going to talk about that game. Let's jump to moment number nine. They're bang for blood. Reynolds to Walsh. 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 Walsh into the crowd. Yeah, Reese Walsh over the line. 
Reese Walsh coming in at moment number nine. That game was pretty tight up until that moment. I remember at halftime sort of sitting there going, geez, Reese Walsh, he hasn't quite had his moment yet. A lot of people commented on my halftime report, just wait till Walsh gets his hands on the ball in good space. Uh, and of course, that moment came and he delivered. We spoke about it on Bloke and a Bar during the week, well, on Monday, that uh, what we wanted to see from Reese Walsh in finals footy was just him take the ball on for the first half, just run the ball hard, don't try and overplay play your hand, don't try and do anything fancy, wait for the moment to come to you and then pull the trigger at the right moment, which is exactly what he did in the State of Origin Arena, and wow, didn't he nail it on Friday night? That was incredible, Reese Walsh. He just went about his business for the first 40 minutes, and then he started to bring some of his niggle into the game, and then when the moments came, he pulled the trigger. He obviously scored that one. He set up another try on that edge as well, very similar to Jordan Rickey. Similar to what he did in Origin, he was patient, he waited for the moment to come to him, and when it came, he did not miss. He pulled the trigger. At no point did he overplay his hand. That was the big worry for me heading into this season. Reese Walsh had so much talent and so much ability that the challenge was going to be picking and choosing his moments. But for me, it's probably the thing that he's the best at at the moment, which is unbelievable, Reese Walsh. His form this season has been off the charts. I couldn't believe how many people bagged him and doubted him when he left the New Zealand Warriors. It honestly blew me away. He is such a talented footballer. And if the Brisbane Broncos are to win their first premiership since 2006 this year, I have no doubt whatsoever, Reese Walsh is going to have his fingerprints all over it. I just love the attitude that he plays the game with. Some call it arrogance, whatever. Call it what you want. I think it's confidence. I think it's a bloke that absolutely backs himself. And I think it's a bloke that knows just how good he is and how much of an impact he can have on this competition. Sensational stuff there by Reese Walsh. Only had a few opportunities the other night, but he iced each and every one of them. And he got under the Melbourne Storm skin at the exact right moments. Let's move to moment number eight. I don't know if there's anything civil about the free, but they're into white now, aren't they? My goodness. You'd almost say they're vampires. He's done it again. Young, down the wing. Down the wing. Down the inside. Gabby! That's a There at number eight, a huge moment for the Newcastle Knights. Dang, Gagai scoring uh, off the back of what was a pretty average game for him up until that point. He came up with a key error early off a Jack White and shot that handed the ball over. Obviously, James Schiller scored the first try for the new, for the Canberra Raiders off the back of that. He then came out with another knock-on coming out of his own end. Uh, and then, of course, he got over in the corner, but he had the ball knocked out of his hand. A real desperation play by Hudson Young. So, Dang, Gagai, to be fair, I thought until this try, was probably having the worst game of his season. Um, or at least of the last 10 weeks. Anyway, I know that I've been watching him very closely the last 10 weeks or so because I've had him in Supercoach and he has been playing 8, 9 out of 10 sort of lights out sort of footy for the last few weeks so the first 50 odd minutes was pretty disappointing from Dane Gagai but he certainly bounced back scoring this try and then of course he had a big run out of dummy half that I think was really slept on in this game, uh, a fantastic scoot, very Justin Hodges-esque uh, towards the back end of the game like the second or third last play before the penalty that got them into really good field position but this play here, fantastic, I thought Tyson Gamble when Jackson Hastings left the field, he really stepped up. I was very impressed with some of the plays that Tyson Gamble came up with, and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets another feature in this top 10 because I didn't even think this was his best play of the day. I didn't think it was KP's best play of the day either. They both had two huge moments that I thought was going to be this moment. But Dom Young, he was tremendous as well. Came up with a number of very, very good plays in this game. They are really going to miss him next year, and he is going to be a fantastic signing for the Sydney Roosters. I remember sitting there, you know, when he first signed, I think, 
thinking, Jesus, this guy still has so many defensive issues in his game. He's got so many errors in it. Honestly, he has improved out of sight in all aspects of our game. Dom Young, he is tremendous. And great work here. Found uh, Dane Gagai back on the inside. Some thought it was forward. I thought it was probably okay, to be fair. Uh, but he is a premier winger in our game. He's a premier player, full stop, in our game. A tremendous player, Dom Young. A great try there by the Newcastle Knights. And a good little redemption moment for Dane Gagai. Let's have a look at play number seven. He's right in front for the level. Charged down for six more. Guess who? Tedesco. Trying to squeeze through. Hines. Charged down again. Kiri this time. And it sits up nicely for that man. It just bounces for CY1 all night long. One of my favourite plays from the weekend, Nico Hines looking to seal this game with a field goal. And James Tedesco, the skipper, charges off the line and and gets the charge down. It was tremendous. I do think that Nico Hines, he probably takes a second too long to kick those field goals, but there's no denying James Tedesco. I did see, unfortunately, Buzz Rothfield. I noticed on his Twitter, uh, he posted a picture of, of Teddy that made it look like he was offside. Um, but I, mean, I, I don't know why Buzz does this sometimes. It, it shits me. But he blatantly, obviously, posted a picture of Teddy when after the ball had been played. So the ball was already in the dummy half's hand. So the ball had cleared the ruck, which is completely different to when the ball is being played when you are allowed to move. I saw a couple of people in the comments blowing up because Teddy only had one foot on the line. Gavin Badger was actually in the comments, and I really appreciated the way that he handled this. He pointed out that that's like a lot of people have assumed you need to have two feet on the line. You actually don't. That's not the rule, and it is blatant in the rule book that you need to have one foot on the goal line. So really Really good to get that cleared up. A huge play by James Sesco. He nailed his timing. No whinging, no sooking. He was onside. It was a big, big desperation play for James Sesco, who's had a really tough year as far as form and criticism and everything. Great to see him have this moment. The next one was Luke Keary. Another guy that, you know, he probably hasn't been in his best form this year until the last five or six weeks. A big desperation play here by Luke Keary. And then, of course, who does the ball bounce to? And, you know, people will, will say, oh, the ball just bounced to him or the ball just happened to rebound him for him to score, but this is the sort of guy Wong is, and special players, special things have around them, happen around them, and the ball just happens to bounce to these guys. It is not a coincidence. This is what happens to very, very talented footballers. They've got something special about them, and Wong, I'm telling you, I've been telling you for a year or so now, he is going to be one of these dudes. A big, big game for him the other night. I feel like he finally emerged on the big stage and sort of showed people what I've been talking about for the last couple of years. Let's move to moment number Six. Oh, hang on. The drop out goes in his hats. What a kick out of Reynolds. Wow. Well, every time, look how he whacks his ball. Bang. He's put that inside the Melbourne Storm half there for a turnover. It's a scrum Broncos. Incredible play, Adam Reynolds. One of the plays of the season. I said it the other night, and a few people told me I was hyperbolic. I'm sorry. I've watched it back. I've watched that moment in the game. I might have had it fucking unders. It was such a big play in this game, and if you can't appreciate that or you don't understand that, I'm sorry to break it to you. You probably don't know what you're looking at or you don't understand the game. The Brisbane Broncos, they are on top. 
Then, of course, Cameron Munster makes a big play. He forces a dropout from about 40 metres out, which completely turns the momentum of this game. You're in the pissing rain, and he hits it from 40 metres out to force a dropout. A huge momentum swing. And for the first time, you start to think, okay, here comes the Melbourne Storm, and here comes Cameron Munster. He gets his confidence up of that, off that play. He gets a whole set of six at the Brisbane Broncos. You can feel the momentum starting to turn in that game towards the Melbourne Storm. And then Adam Reynolds, not only does he get the ball back off the line, drop out, which is hard enough, he finds touch on halfway. You think about kicking a ball from your try line to the halfway line, a 50-meter drop kick on the full, how difficult that is. Then think about kicking it to the 50-meter on the sideline. It's about a 60-meter kick. And to find touch, to put that ball 60 meters in the air to make it untouched, one bounce and go out is fucking unbelievable. Add into that, it was raining. If you've ever played footy or you understand how to kick a fucking football, you understand that when you are kicking in the rain, you can essentially take 10 metres off your kick at minimum. With a guy like Adam Reynolds, it might be a little bit less, but can you imagine how far that could have gone or what he could have done in the dry? Honestly, the control that he had in that moment was second to none, and he literally looked up, he saw Cameron Munster a few metres out of position and thought, you know what? I can put that 60 metres in the pissing rain in the air and find touch and get this football back for us on halfway. And, you know, that might not, people might not be able to comprehend how much of a big moment that is, but just keep an eye on for the rest of the NRL, how many more times you see that happen in the rain where a guy kicks the ball like that, one bounce and it goes out on halfway. And did you see Adam Reynolds' reaction? It wasn't a freak out. It wasn't a, oh my God, what a moment. It was, yeah, that's what I was trying to do. That was the aim because that's the sort of player I am. I've said it all year that a number of times this year, he has got one of the best kicking games we've ever seen. I don't know if I've ever seen someone strike a football better than him. He had a number of big kicks in this game, but that one was the biggest. One of the biggest plays of this season for me, definitely the best kick of the season. That was incredible. Let's move to moment number five. Nathan Cleary, what a try this was. And uh, he obviously set up the first try to Liam Martin. I posted on Instagram, had a lot of people say, oh, hyperbolico, you're Mick Ernest, you're overplaying this guy. I mean, how many things does he have to do for you guys to start appreciating just how good he is? And this is my big fear with Nathan Cleary, that you're watching one of the greatest to ever do it, and you're so busy trying to pull him down that you're not just enjoying what you've got in front of you. He absolutely killed it in this game, was in total control. The New Zealand Warriors have been a top four side all year. Everyone's been praising them, congratulating them and all that. They lost their halfback in this game. I get it. That doesn't really change your defense all that much, yeah? I, the Penrith Panthers were the better side because they had Nathan Cleary in, in their team. And he came up with a number of big plays in this game. But that try was unbelievable. You see the best players in rugby league of all time. When they've got the ball, it just looks like everything is in slow motion and it looks like everyone around them is just stuck in the mud. And that was a classic example. Watch the New Zealand Warriors defenders. They don't even know what to do. They don't even know where to look, where to stand, what to do. They are completely bamboozled. All he did was turn two people under. He didn't reinvent the wheel in that moment. He turned two people under. He held the ball in one hand. Probably meant he was holding the fucking thing. But they just couldn't stop it. They couldn't do anything about it. And that's the sort of player that Nathan Cleary is. And this is finals football. He's done it again. It is honestly like this bloke gets to September and goes, okay, let's t- let's take it up to 10 out of 10 now. I, I, re- I was talking to Matty the Waterboy on the weekend. I really wish the NRL had – they've got the Dally M for the regular season. I wish we had a finals MVP, some sort of award, because I'll tell you right now, I would load up on Nathan Cleary year in, year out. The, f- the game that he played the other night, the other day, was unbelievable. And this 
try was just the cherry on top. The Warriors just simply had no answer. And as I said, he didn't reinvent the wheel on this play. He didn't do anything that was unbelievably crazy. He turned two under and backed himself and essentially went through untouched. Incredible stuff by Nathan Cleary. Let's move to moment number four. He's burying, burying into a hole. Dallin gets it back on the inside to Eager and scoots away. They've got one. They've kept punching away the Warriors and they're on the board. Shout out to the commentators on that play that decided to say nothing for the first eight to ten seconds. Apologies to you guys. But of course, it was the try that the New Zealand Warriors scored. Mitchie Barnett came out with a number of key offloads in this game. Wasn't enough to turn it, but I thought he did really well in this game, Mitchie Barnett. Offloaded, they went down the short side. This is what I spoke about when we spoke about coaches' playbook. Um, sorry, coaches' um, clipboard. That in order to beat the Penrith Panthers, you've got to make them uncomfortable. I said, you know, the Warriors, they should be kicking early, turning the Panthers around. Maybe they just weren't in a position to do it, but they hardly ever did it. I said, you've got to offload. You've got to take this team on. As soon as they offload and play down a short side, all of a sudden they create something. Dallin went going down the right edge through a brilliant pass infield. It's one of the best passes of the weekend. It was unbelievable. To think about how many heads he threw it over and to land it on the chest of the right guy, Wade Egan. Handled that moment really well. It would have been really easy for him to panic and hit the ground or kick infield or do something stupid. DWZ, he just used his experience there to understand the moment and pick out the right rein to pull in that moment, which is really, really underrated. A huge play there by DWZ. And of course, Wade Egan, he's had a fantastic season in 2023. And for those that aren't aware, Wade Egan, he was a Penrith Panthers junior, came through out there in the West and then obviously made his way over to New Zealand. So a fantastic little moment there for Wade Egan. All right, let's get stuck into the top three and I feel like there is a couple of huge moments from the weekend coming our way. Let's start at number three. Tedesco wants it. And the teammate is out right in front. Walker waits right behind. Inside the Westpac red zone. Is this the moment? Sam Walker gives them a one-point lead. The Roosters lead with seven minutes to go. This is remarkable. It sure is the moment. And young Sam Walker... He's had his battles this year, been left out on the side, and he's been brought back in a couple of games before the semi-finals, and he puts his team in front. Only minutes to go, a little number seven from Queensland. Wow. Sammy Walker, what a moment. Shout out for Billy Slater. Had to sneak in there as a Queenslander. Good on you, Bill. Uh, but Sam Walker, the big moment in this game. Three weeks ago, he wasn't in this footy side. Three weeks ago, I was sitting here going, geez, I think you've got to stick with Hutcho. They've turned it around off the back of his kicking game and his defense and his form. Trent Robinson, he said, you know what? I got it wrong during the season. If I'm going to win these big games, if we're going to play finals footy, I need my X-Factor halfback. And he's brought in Sam Walker, and he's been tremendous over the last few weeks. It is crazy to think, like, we look at Sam Walker, and I think we forget sometimes just how young and inexperienced this guy is. Came in in 2021 as what, an 18-year-old. What does that mean he is now? 20 years old? Is he even 20 yet? 21 years old, Sam Walker. Incredible to be doing what he's doing in a team that he wasn't in three weeks ago to get down to the back end of that game and control that moment like he did. Incredible stuff. So shout out to Sammy Walker. It's been a pretty tough year all around. He's been in the papers. He's been in the media. He's had injuries. He's had to overcome a lot of stuff. There's been rumors about him leaving on the outside of the Roosters, all this sort of shit. And this 21-year-old kid has just put it all behind him and said, we've got finals footy to win, and I'm going to go out there and do it for my team. Tremendous stuff, Sammy Walker. The idea of not picking him now, which was my opinion three weeks ago, just seems 
fucking bonkers and the stupidest decision you could have possibly made. Incredible stuff by Sammy Walker. Let's head to moment number two. Now, top of eight. He wants to get it off right away. He does. It's Whitehead. Whitehead. Starling scored. Wow. He doesn't got to lock us up with a kick from next to the post. This is a Herculean comeback. What about that one? The Canberra Raiders down in this game. Not long left on the clock. Joe Tapanay, we spoke about it in Coach's Clipboard. If the Raiders are to win, they are going to have to win the offload game and they're going to have to play second phase footy. And the key cog in that is, of course, Joe Tapanay. Came out with a big offload in this moment to Elliot Whitehead, who was lurking back on the inside. And then a simple draw and far pass to take KP out of the way. Tommy Starling scores there. A big moment for Tommy Starling. It's been a really tough two years for him. Obviously, he had all that, that drama um, with the police and whatnot. It's been very tough. He's, he's been proven um, innocent by, by all, all accounts, I believe. But I, I have been told by the players that it took a real toll on Tommy Starling, a Central Coast boy, I believe, who came through the Newcastle system. Uh, so to come back home and come up with a play like that after everything he's been through. Shout out to Tommy Starling. Unreal to see. A guy that probably hasn't quite hit the heights that we thought he would. Sometimes I don't think he's utilised properly in the nation's capital, but that was a big moment for him, and you could see he really enjoyed it. Joe Tapanay, an unfortunate way for him to finish his season. Same as Elliot Whitehead, to be fair. Uh, obviously, with Corey Horsbury out, with Josh Papaliti out, two of their main offloaders, a lot of it came down to uh, Joe Tapanay and the second phase footy he was able to create, and there's no doubt whatsoever the Newcastle Knights were well aware of that. They tried to minimise his impact, but he's still got one away there to create a brilliant try. Shout out to Tommy Starling. You love to see that sort of passion. I thought it was unreal to see. Let's move to moment number one, according to NRL.com, from finals week one. Crawley. What about that try there from Dom Young? We've already wrapped him galore, so no need to go into any more detail with him. But I, I, there are a few people I want to mention in this play. The first one is Tyson Gamble. He comes up with the loose ball. We spoke about this in our live reaction. I just thought that this moment, this try, really summed up how Tyson Gamble has improved. I remember thinking at the start of the season when he was there, okay, he'll be a good backup six if, you know, Kurt Mann, if Adam Clune, if all these guys don't work out, if KP doesn't work out. But at the end of the day, you can't really win games with him. You can win the occasional game here, but he's a Band-Aid 5-8 at the end of the day. He doesn't have the composure. He doesn't have the patience to be able to win consecutive games and be a proper 5-8 in this competition. Tyson Gamble, he's obviously, and I think we're all thinking very similar. He's heard us all say it. He's heard all of our thoughts. He's gone, well, fuck you. I'm going to show you that I'm the complete opposite of that. And he has been over the last few weeks. And I thought this play really summed up the improvement in Tyson Gamble. He came up with a loose ball. He's running away. Yeah, he could feel the footsteps of Hudson Young. So he makes a decision to slow up. And he knows exactly what he's doing at this moment. It really is fantastic ball playing and fantastic awareness. He pulls up to get Hudson Young in front of him, and then he slows and he straightens and he just pops it on his right-hand side. He could hear Dom Young coming up, but it was just beautiful. 
the way that instead of playing hard, fast and quick and on the front foot and kick the ball and lose your mind, he went, wait, I'll pull up, I'll let the defender get in front of me and then I've created a simple two-on-one. He could have quite easily overplayed his hand in this moment, Tyson Gamble, and I think a year ago, he would have fucked this up. He would have thrown it over the sideline, he would have tried to flick it, he would have tried to kick it and, you know, it could have worked out, but I just thought the way that he handled this moment, the way that he propped, he then changed the situation to a simple two-on-one, drew and passed, nailed his pass. Just trusted his man, trusted his ability. I just thought it was fantastic by Tyson Gamble. Just a moment that really does show his experience. There was a kick in this game as well where he kicked to the sideline at one point and I just thought, good God, who is this guy? Where's where's the rogue Tyson Gamble that we all knew a year ago? It's so good to see his development. It's fantastic. Jack Cogger arrives at Newcastle last year. I'm sure when he signed, he probably thought, fuck, I'm going to be a 5'8 next year. Brother, I don't know if you are. I don't know if you could possibly take Tyson Gamble out of this side. Imagine if he gets them all the way to a prelim final. Big test for him next week. Uh, and look, obviously in the second half, no Jackson Hastings. So he had to really take control. I thought he did a tremendous job next week. I assume it'll be Adam Clune and Tyson Gamble. Uh, so Clune will take a lot of responsibility, but a lot of this will fall on the head of Tyson Gamble. And I'm telling you right now, I'm backing in the Warriors solely because the Newcastle Knights went to hell and back t- t- yesterday afternoon. But, geez, if they are to win it, it wouldn't shock me because Tyson Gamble is just in incredible form with the footy he's playing. The other guy I want to give a shout-out to, there were certain guys over this weekend that lost their games of football that did not deserve to lose. One of them was Jordan Rapiner, and he, he almost comes up with the big play here on Dom Young. Dom Young got away with him, got, got away from him, but, Jesus Christ, he was all effort yesterday, Jordan Rapana. He was one of the guys. In, in fact, the more I think about it, he was the one guy that did not deserve to lose this weekend. He played so bloody well and had such... A red hot crack. I don't know where his numbers ended up. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For the entire game, but I know that at halftime, he'd already run for 150 run meters. Just, he was popping up everywhere. I'm just going to get up his run meters for the game just to see where he ended up. I know towards the back end, he was cramping terribly. He was all over the place. Wow. Jordan Rappin, I ran for 280 Meters, What a knock. Played the entire 90 minutes. He had 33 runs of the football for 280 metres, 45 post contact. Very, very impressive. Keep in mind, he did not have a line break in all of that. 10 tackle breaks. He was absolutely everywhere. So good to see Jordan Rapana and very unlucky not to come up with the big play in this one, but a fantastic game. Shout out to Dom Young once again, 224 run metres. He was immense in this game. He's going to be a great signing for the Sydney Roosters next year, but Tyson Gamble, he's my guy on this play. Uh, The control and the patience he showed, it really does symbolise how far he has come as a footballer. Guys, that will do us moment number one, the Dom Young try set up by Tyson Gamble with a valiant effort from Jordan Rapana to make the tackle. If you'd like to go and have a look at this video, head over to nrl.com and you can watch the top 10 moments according to them from finals week one. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 